This is the No Grow Show Show. A weekly audio and video production of the First Baptist Church of Grandview, Texas. At FBC Grandview, we desire to ensure that every person in Grandview knows that they are loved by Jesus and his church. This show is one more way we pursue that goal as we discuss with our church members themselves how we can know the love of Christ by a God who regularly reveals himself to us, how we can grow in that love towards our brothers and sisters in Christ through whom God uses to show us truth, and how we can show the love of Christ to those around us. So get ready, pull up a chair, and dive in with us as we celebrate and discuss the love of Jesus Christ. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number six of the No Grow Show show. Today, we have the opportunity of interviewing our newest staff member. Uh, he has officially been on staff one week. That's right. Right. Uh, so our new worship minister, Ethan Yates, is joining us. Uh, and he will answer the same questions everyone else has. So let's just jump right into it. Uh, Ethan, the first question we've been asking people is, what is something funny and or interesting about yourself that we probably don't already know? Um, I think that one thing is that um, I have a, a serious fear of spiders. Okay. Um, I don't, don't like spiders. I usually don't try to share that with people because then they're... Now that they know, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we're going to do something. We find a spider, they're going to throw it on you, whatever it might be. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if there's a spider at the house, my wife usually has to be the one to, to take care of that, okay. no matter the size. Um, so there's that, and then there's also, um, I know you and I have talked about it, but I'm a adamant Star Wars fan. Yes. Um, so kind of a nerd when it comes to that realm, and um, we could talk for hours yeah. about Star Wars. And okay. So that's... Just some pieces of information about myself. Okay. So I know you haven't seen it, but we did the same interview with Eric and his greatest fear of spiders. I haven't seen it. So two staff members. How about that? <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not really a fan of spiders. I'm not necessarily, I don't have the arachnophobia or whatever, oh, I guess, but I don't like, I don't like anything that that's little and flies. I like moths. Yeah. I hate moths. Yeah. I had yeah. one get a mayor for like a half a second one time. And I had a friend that had a moth, and they had to go to the ER. I got stuck in there, and they had to, you know, just all I hear was flutter. Yeah, yeah. flutter yeah. and the, the yeah. chirping. Yeah, I don't know what they do. I had to get it surgically removed. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, that's a fear of mine. <laughs> yeah. Well, thankfully, you know, like maybe Eric and I, we can console each other. Yeah. There's a spider. Um, <laughs> Good. But, uh, well, Halloween is coming up, so. Yeah, and it's, it's great. It's my favorite. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Now, something, a couple of things. Like I said, I knew one of them already. Didn't know the spider thing. Um, yeah. Now, everybody like I said, I shouldn't have said probably a word on it, but <laughs> it's out there. We'll be good. We'll be good. We promise. It's just the internet. Who's going to find? <laughs> All right. So, on the more, more personal questions, what is one way that God has been revealing himself to you lately? I think the... For me, I think just... You know, we just had our baby boy, and just yeah. the the miracle of having a your own child. You know, mm-hmm. of course, he's our first, um, and so just that experience, the whole experience of you know my wife being pregnant, and um, and just seeing him for the first time, you're like, oh, that's that's my child, you know, and just knowing that, like I said, the miracle of life, yeah, um, and being a dad, becoming a dad, 
and uh, becoming a parent um, and just just knowing like the weight and going back to you know at one point in time that was my dad that was my mom taking care of taking care of me and just realizing the weight that's on there and mm-hmm. you know relating that to to maybe a sense of um, you know a father's care for his child and or a mother's care for their child and uh, you know relating that to scripture and how God is to take care of you know he takes care of his children and just just feeling a little more the weight of, of love and like yeah. you would do anything for this child you know he's yours and even though he can't talk he can't really right. do much he can express a lot um, <laughs> but uh, you know just knowing hey I'd I'd, I'd do anything for this child. Yeah. Um, I think that's been one of the ways that God has been showing himself to me re- um, recently. You know, just in the, like I said, the realm of, you know, hey, this, this child is in your possession. You have to take care of them. And, mm-hmm. and I don't have a problem with that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like yeah. there's no problem at all. It's not a burden. Yeah. You know, even though at times he may be, you know, a little fussy or whatever, it's, you know, I, it's not a problem to take care of him. Yeah. So That's cool. Yeah. So do you or Krista have any nieces or nephews? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, seven, I believe. Krista okay. could probably correct me on that if, if I'm wrong there. Um, yeah, I've got several nieces and, and nephews. And um, so we've, we've been used to, you know, having little ones around uh, over at my parents' mm-hmm. side of the family. We have several of them. So we do have those. Yeah, I have uh, two older sisters. They each had kids before we did. Um, they have six kids between them. One has four, one has two. Uh, and I remember, you know, holding their kids. And it's not that I didn't, you know, love them. I think they were wonderful. <laughs> yeah. But it was, you know, what is this thing? You know, yeah. I can remember, I was, of course, I was in high school when my oldest uh, nephew was born. He's in his, he's 21, I think now. Um, but, I, you know, then holding on to him and just not knowing what to do and, yeah, you know, not understanding that, that connection and, sure. Um, yeah, there's just something different when it's yours. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we've we've had practice per se. You know, right. it, it is. It's you know, this isn't my child. You know, not right. that you don't care, but it's, it's it's a little different whenever it's your own. Yeah. You know, and yeah. So it's you know, there's a there's a completely different attachment. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And you're right, man. It does. You know, it teaches us. It gives us a new lens to look mm-hmm. that scripture through. Yeah, right? Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. Um, because, like you said, you know, do anything for this baby, even though really the baby hasn't done anything to deserve that. No, <laughs> other than being yours. Is that, yep, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Um, and it's the thing that, not only the thing about God's love for us in that same capacity, but uh, the kind of sacrifice it was for yes. him to uh, lead Jesus the direction he did. Exactly. Yeah, yeah absolutely. For sure. All right, man. Well, uh, thanks for answering that one. Uh, so the third question, what's that? So thank you for asking. (laughs) You're welcome. Uh, third question is outside of your family, who is someone that God uses to show you truth? Hmm. I will, um, I will go back. Uh, I had, uh, a a friend and a a mentor. His name was Doug Chumley. And, um, he was, our, we were, Family, our, our families have always been friends, but we were kind of distant. And then I think at some point they moved closer to us. And um, I didn't really have a youth group growing up. Uh, there were there was certainly a, a, a church, but they didn't really have much of a youth group. And so gotcha. we this 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 guy was uh, he was he's a very good singer. And at the time yeah. I was learning to play guitar, 
you know, he, he knew that we knew that he could sing really well. And so we kind of put two and two together and we started leading worship together and, and playing at churches. Um, and he just became this, this lifelong friend and, and mentor. And uh, we started going to church out there. Uh, and he was, he was a youth pastor at the time. So we were, we were traveling about 35, 40 minutes to go to church out here because, okay. because he was there. And, um, and it was, it was something that I, even growing up in a church, that I never really understood what discipleship looked like, mm-hmm. um, and and what what ministry was was really all about. And it was he was so into just building relationships and and being intentional and personal. And um, you know he he was there every step of the way. And um, if I had problems or whatever it was, I could go to him for that. Um, and that was something I really admired. And even to this day, it wasn't long ago I reached out to him. And just you know, talked to him about some, you know, some personal things that you know were going on, you know, yeah. spiritually, and you know, he was just right there, you know, even going back from when I was twelve, yeah. you know, and he's just been he's been there and shown me, you know, I became a student pastor, um, probably highly being influenced by him, okay. um, just knowing what he did and said, man, that's that's what I want to do for other students, you know, people who are going through things maybe that I was going through and just being that person, um, so he's just really intentional, really personal. Um, always, it never seemed like he was too busy. He always made time, and I, and I loved that. You know, a lot of times you talk to people, and they'll, you know, when I get around to it, I'll do this, and, and right. it just seemed like he was never busy, too busy for me. So um, that was a guy that I, or that still is, you know, he still is um, a great mentor and a friend to me. Yeah, like you said, it kind of sounds like one of the reasons you went into ministry. Oh, absolutely, yeah. 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 Plus, Chumley seems like the perfect name for a youth minister. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it works. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it for sure on the on the realm of you know going into ministry, I, I I never, you know, I never realized that that was something that I would, even when I graduated high school, I wasn't really pursuing ministry at all, mm-hmm. um, and just you know taking a step back from when I was when I was in college and what I was going for, and realizing you know I had a I had a God moment when I was in college that made me realize. This isn't what isn't what you're supposed to be doing, yeah. and just realizing like, oh, that's that's it right there, you know. So that's good. I'm pretty I'm appreciative of him for that. So if you're watching, Doug, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we believe obviously that our calling into ministry is something that God initiates. Yes, He's the author of all that. Yes, um, but He does use people. Sure. To to Absolutely. be agents of of wisdom into our mm-hmm. lives, and I, it would, that would be an interesting conversation I think to have with anybody in ministry is. You know who who did God speak to you about calling your life, other yeah. than Scripture? Who did God you know speak to absolutely about calling through? Yeah, um, you know I had several people in my life. One was an English teacher. I'm married to an English teacher now, so there you go. Uh, but uh, I was a really quiet kid, uh, and I had an English teacher push me to do like public speaking stuff, and I never would have done that if not for her. And yeah, it is interesting to look back and see the way God uses people mm-hmm. yeah. absolutely yeah and, and you're right you know God God is ultimately the one who you know who puts that that uh, that desire that that on your heart to do it but he absolutely uses people I mean yeah. same thing with the gospel and everything else you know he uses those people but ultimately he's he's the one thankful for right. it thankful for it you know God's people for yeah. sure yeah alright that's good stuff yeah alright so last question and that is how has God or excuse me, how have you been showing others the love of Christ lately? Well, I hope I hope that through uh, music ministry, 
Yeah, I'm hoping. Connected that's for that's, that one. I think so. <laughs> I'm hoping that 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 relays the the truths that we find in Scripture, and yeah, and and hopefully that's the way that God's been using me. And um, I think we could all be honest and say, you know, that we probably are not where we need to be in that realm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if we're just being honest and personal, but um, you know, I and just being a father, you know, and, and being a yeah. husband, I think that's a you know, we Chris and I haven't even been married that long, you know, and just we've you know, figuring out the, the role of a husband mm-hmm. has, has been something just showing the love of, of God to her and, and realizing, you know, yeah, you still, you still bear some responsibility and weight yeah. when it comes to those issues as well. So, um, yeah, like I said, I think, I think mainly right now for me is just, you know, through music and what we're doing here and, um, conveying those truths. Yeah, that's good. So those are the questions that we talked about, but I have a bonus question that just came to my mind. Okay. So I hope you're Okay, with a bonus question. Um, Throw it at me, man. Let's go. <laughs> and it's, it's relevant to what you just said. Um, you know, this is conversations you and I have already had, but it'd be good for the whole church to hear. Uh, if you were to like describe your theology of worship, what would that look like? I know that's a huge wow. question. Man. That you could, and I think literally have wrote an entire paper about. <laughs> I, have. I have that paper somewhere still. Yeah, we we'll just yeah. go pull that up and I'll read it. Yeah. <laughs> we can post that in the show notes. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let, let me try to boil it down to its the simplest form. If you can do that, you know. Anytime you talk about theology, I always tell people when they ask me about like what my theology is, I'm like, you know, just just come to a um, just come around the holidays with my family. Okay, and that's that's what we're gonna talk about. You know, the cool. the big questions. You know, like, you know, did Adam have a belly button? You know, like those yes. are those are the serious that's questions. Very good question. Yes, it is. <laughs> next time. Uh, yeah, <laughs> next next episode. No. Um, so, for, for me, the 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 biggest um, the biggest priority that that I have in in leading worship uh, through music is just to um, to honor Christ, uh, for Him to be honored um, through the lens of Scripture, and I think there's a lot of, of worship, which is, is another reason, that's maybe another whole another conversation. And yeah. one of the main reasons we even moved to Nashville um, was to pursue um, other artists and musicians and writers um, who who held those same convictions that you know my wife and I that we had, um, and just that there's a lot of, of content that that worship. Um, musicians and artists that they're, they're putting out there that it's very man-centered mm-hmm. it's very um it's more about us and what we're doing and um instead of you know who god is who god is the god is of his word and i think anytime we get outside of the the bounds of scripture that's a very very tricky place you know yeah. we don't really have as as finite beings we don't really have the authority to say this is who god is yeah and so um i, I pay very careful attention to what scripture's um, are conveying about who, who God is, the God of His Word. You know, He gave it to us. You know, we don't, like I said, we don't really have the authority to step outside right. of what He gave us. And so uh, whenever we moved, like I said, to Nashville, it was to write songs that were purely biblical, purely uh, Christ-centered. Um, and, you know, there's, there's certainly a time to um, be thankful for, you know, what God has done for us and, and, and be thankful for the love that He's shown us. Um, and you know to to even tell God, Lord, I, I want to do these things for you. Yeah. Um, but you know if if we walk into a service and we sing songs about ourselves, you know, are we going to leave changed? 
Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's ultimately it. It's not just the, you know, worship, you know, continues on after just the yeah. music's over with. You know, it continues on into whenever the word's being preached. Um, you know, and I know I've told you this as well, but I believe that you can learn just as much, if not more, um, theology from the songs that you sing than, you know, than from a, a sermon. And that's not to say that sermon's not important. It's just, right. you know, through God's given us the, the gift of music, um, and we're thankful for that. You know, yeah. we're thankful for music. I mean, that's a, it, you know, it, it releases endorphins, you know, yeah. it, it helps us and it, 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 it stirs those emotions that we have. Um, so you don't ever want to neglect those, but if you have too much emotion and not enough truth, you know, you're not really doing, doing much of, of, of anything. Right. And so, um, but whenever we, we put these truths to music, we can memorize, mm-hmm. you know, what it is and, you know, it's, an, it's unfortunate we probably know more songs, more lyrics and songs yeah. than we do scripture. That's and so true. again, the, the idea there is you know, like you're, you're memorizing these things. Well, let's, let's memorize the truth about who God is. And so if we put these into the congregational yeah. setting of, of worship, you know, that's, that's what we want to do. We want to leave changed. Um, we don't want to leave feeling good right. about who we are. We want to you know, leave feeling, man, my, I serve a great God. Yeah. You know, so... It's good. It's good. Sorry, I know I that extra one on you. No, it's fine. Hey, <laughs> my wife would tell you she's. Oh, here he goes. <laughs> here he goes. No, that obviously that excites me. It's one of the reasons why you're here right now. Sure. Is that you know that's 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 something that excited our personnel committee and um, just the you know one thing we've been thinking about and, and even some of our podcasts that we've had with different people have been talking about is. Not, I'm not gonna obviously not gonna name any names or point at any other churches. That's a waste of time. But sure. there's a lot of inauthenticity out there, a yeah. lot of kind of man centeredness that yes. you kind of said. And to sure. just be honest, um, biblically based, right? Uh, it's not, you know, it's not the, the, the latest, newest, most fabulous approach. It's right. the it's it's the the same old thing, but it's done sure the way it's always been done for the right reasons. Sure. So. Yeah, and it's, it's one of those things where, um, you know, just growing up, you know, we grew up, I grew up East Texas, small town, graduated with 19, you know, you, you grow up kind of in the Bible Belt, and so if a song comes on and talks about God, even if it's a country or anything, it's like, oh, that's probably a Christian song, right. you know, and so just your average everyday, you know, person, you listen to things, you, you won't think about it much, and I know a lot of people, especially when I was working in Nashville, there are many people who would, um, like, it, it would cost me work because of, you know, like, oh, you're being too picky about specific things. And I'm like, man, at some, some, at some point in time when this life is over, you know, I'm going to face, I'm going to face God and I'm going to be held accountable for things that, you know, there are many things that I'm going to get wrong, you know, and, and in this life, there are many things we are going to get wrong. But the one thing that I want to be able to say is, you know, I, I tried to stay true to what he gave us, um, you know, and so, um, just because it's there and it's, portrayed as you know if there's just enough truth sprinkled in you know people believe well that's got to be it you know i always go back to whenever satan was tempting jesus and, you know he he sprinkled truth in the things that he was saying and made it sound good but yeah jesus knew what was going on um, yeah and it's, so it's 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 an it's a for me it's it's a challenge it's not so much everything's bad it's more so of a challenge to pay attention to what's being sung pay attention to what you're listening pay attention to lyrics pay attention to to the word that's being preached, you know, and challenge, challenge yeah. what's there through the lens of scripture. I mean, that's your standard. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we you know, we say it ever so often, but it bears repeating that, you know, if anyone ever finds either one of us, 
singing and or preaching something that is antithetical to the word of God, like we want to be called out. Absolutely. I mean, we might not want it in the moment. We, right. <laughs> <laughs> but we need to be called out. We that. respect it. Because you know? um, that's, that's what... One of the main things we're here to do yes. is to speak truth. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And there's and there's a, an approach of um, of love too. I know there's a lot of people who they have the same convictions that I do, um, and they're very arrogant. And you know, yeah. one of the, one of the reasons why I even shied away, you know, I'm going to seminary right now. But one of the reasons I shied away for so long from going to seminary is because I saw <laughs> I saw students who came out of seminary. And I, I don't. I don't want to be, you know, that's not Christ yeah. to me, the way that they came about it. And I know more than you do. And um, so there's a way to approach, you know, those things. Because at one point in time, we were, I mean, we were so far away from truth. And it's just, it's, it's learning. And so it's a, it's a teaching moment and things yeah. like that. So there's, a, there's an approach to how, how we go about doing that instead of just you cut off and you eliminate. People, <laughs> yeah. people need to know. People need to, to learn those things. Right. So, yeah. Obviously, don't want to be a jerk about it. Right? But. <laughs> That's right. That's right. We'll just flip over tables. And stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. It's good, man. Yeah. So thanks for the answering the questions. Thanks for answering yeah. the extra one. Absolutely. Um, Anytime. And uh, that's it. That's all I got for you. you have anything else you want to throw in there and add? No, I'm, we're excited to be here. Thank you. I do want to say thank you to those who, who I haven't said thank you to, but thank you for allowing us just to adjust to being a new parent and yeah um, everything else and that was really special for us just to just to kind of get that moment to uh be with walker and understand what it's like to not get very much sleep and um <laughs> yeah yeah so we appreciate There's nothing that. like those, those first four to six weeks oh it's great so yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's great all right man. well thanks again thank we you appreciate it absolutely and we will see all of you next week for episode seven Thank you for listening we hope you have enjoyed today's episode of the no grow show show don't forget join us again next week 